Thanks for tuning in to Soul Food Sessions with Naya Podcasts. Today's episode is transitioning from your nine to five. I did a survey wanting to know more things that people wanted to hear in the podcast. And surprisingly, I see a lot of people wanting to transition from their nine to five to walking in their purpose to trying to figure out what it is they're supposed to be doing. I realize that there is always a boss in you, right? We all have that factor inside of us, but it can be dimmed down because we get caught up in the hustle and bustle of going to work, coming home, doing the routine and getting up again and doing it all over again. But in reality, we all have that factor inside of us, but we have to figure out ways to get over that thing, right? To, to overcome that thing, to not get caught up in the routine of that thing. So I transitioned, and I'm so glad that I did, out of my nine to five to corporate, to starting my own businesses, to even taking a hiatus from that. Real estate was something that I've always done well, 20 years of doing it, and was able and blessed to stop or retire at the age of 40. But I still felt myself not realizing that there was a greater calling of my life that would take me back to that moment or back in that life. But it, for that particular season, it kind of had expired. One thing I've learned about leaving the corporate, leaving the nine to five, and even taking a break from my real estate was be honest with yourself as soon as you can. Be honest. Do you have the discipline? Do you have the time? Do you have the, you know, the strategies to transition out of your nine to five? You being you could be expiring all by itself. So as you're trying to, you know, find that new level of life, as you're trying to figure out what that purpose is, remember, always stay true to who you are. And don't let the doubters sway you. So let's go ahead on and write these tips down for a moment. Ways to transition out of your nine to five. And let's be honest. Let's do a self-analysis to make sure that we have the necessary tools. We have the boss inside of us to make that real transition. So number one, be honest as soon as you can with yourself. Do you have what it takes? Number two, know that being you could be inspiring all by itself. Number three, do not let the doubters sway you. Number four, your plan is your business. You don't have to make all these announcements. You don't even have to let no people know that you are planning your exit because first thing we want to do is develop a solid proof plan. Number five, if it's a must, then do it. If you can't stop thinking about it, you can't stop dreaming about it day in and day out. You're, you're always, always on your mind. If it's a must, then you got to do it. Number six, success is your inner peace. Knowing that if you do transition out of it, you're going to give your heart and your soul to that thing. Now, when I was finding what I call the boss in me, I knew I was born with this factor. I was my self-motivator. I was empowered by my drive. I didn't need an audience. I didn't need no cheerleaders around me. I didn't need to you know, have people pour into me. I had that factor inside of me. And I know some people don't necessarily have it. So that's why it's imperative to make sure you're following the right people. Make sure you're reading the right books. Make sure that you're getting the right things poured inside of you. Because this is going to be the fuel that you need 
to go and transition out of that. Yes, it's going to be scary. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. But you have to ensure that you're built for it, for it, meaning you're built for it, tough for it. Now, if money management is not your thing, I suggest you start taking classes right now. Because being an entrepreneur, a self-entrepreneur, it's going to be tough. What you don't eat or what you don't kill, you don't eat. So having a savings in place, six months, eight months, nine months, 12 months worth of savings to carry you, that's going to be very important. So if you're saying, you know what, I'm really not strong in money management, I suggest you start taking classes right now because you're going to be relying on that very thing. So do your research first. In reality, people, uh, you know, they always seem like they hustle and they're chasing the bag or they're securing the bag. And so when they get into that thing, those things represent security to them, influence, significance, and power. People tend to like to chase things and to them that equals success. But that's not a solid proof plan because those things can come and go and that means nothing. And they're not, they're tangible things. They don't weigh nothing. They don't sustain its value. That's why it's imperative to make sure you have the, your plan solid, right? Doing the research. Because those things don't validate you at all. They're not important and they do not offer security. When I decided to do the Soul Food Sessions with Naya, I knew I had to have a plan in place. And I couldn't Google it because the vision was not Googleable. That was something that my creator gave me to do. And so I had to get in a place where I could download and listen to his voice to give me my instructions. And it was scary. But little by little, I moved. I wrote a plan. Every time I got a vision, every time I got a word, every time I got an indignation of what it was I was supposed to do, I wrote it down. I created a journal. And I started to, those things that I dreamed, I wrote down. Do you have a journal? Those that are listening to this podcast, do you write your dreams down? Do you write your thoughts? Do you write those ideas down? I suggest you do that because that could very well be your outline or your roadmap to success. Now, don't be filled with pride or arrogance thinking that you can't ask people for help because you can. You just got to get out of your comfort zone and do it. And you may need a mentor along the way because a mentor who's been there and done that can give you some tools and resources that will keep you from making some mistakes that, you know, that's avoidable. And that can also save you money. Now, the thing about what I had to realize is if you want to be a millionaire, you need to hang around them or you need to study them. Study their ways, study their moves, study their pitfalls, study their triumphs. That helped. So you don't make those bad financial decisions. And also realize that you got what it takes. It's already inside of you. That boss in you is already inside of you. Now, when you're chasing the dream, make sure you're chasing it for all the right reasons. That it gives you joy. It gives you, you know, great purpose. It gives you, you know, the the tenacity to want to keep going. Because you you could very well be that catalyst that the world needs. You could be that very catalyst that the world needs. But I get it. Sometimes we get in our own ways about it. We overthink it. We procrastinate. We, we talk ourselves out of it. Fear comes in. And then we're back to square one. And we don't want to be back to square one, right? We want to make sure that what we have is solid proof. And it's my job to, as if I get information, 
is to give you that information. And, I, and then that's why I'm, I, it doesn't bother me when I give it to you for free. And some things, yeah, you got to pay for. But I just don't want people making these crazy mistakes out here in this world. I don't want people to get out here and make expensive mistakes when you don't have to. Do you have a to-do list? Do you really have a to-do list? Because this is where the time management part comes in. It's easy to like kind of, what do you call it, uh, just throw it up in the air and see what sticks or, you know, go however you feel that day. I'm going to be honest with you, going about it that way, you'll waste time. We need an action plan, a to-do list. And every day you should be doing something on that to-do list. Now, that's what helped me. It may not necessarily help for you, but should you add or take away from that to-do list as you go on? Yes. You got to go in there and recalibrate. You got to go in there and re-strategize. Some things may not work in that season, but, 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 but however, they may work in this season. So it's very important to get you a to-do list that really works, a realistic to-do list. Now, know that your to-do list may change, like I said, from season to season, but you got to create one. One thing that I've noticed that in this entrepreneur journey is when I say time management, you'll find yourself online, researching, scrolling, and next thing you know, one hour, two hours, three hours passed away. You have to create a window for everything that you do during your day. Just like if you are working a nine to five right now, when you come home, I know you got to decompress, cook for the kids, run your errands and do all that. But you do have to make time or a lot time to work on your purpose. And that's going to be disciplined. That's going to be time management. And it's going to be tough. I'm telling you this right now because you're going to want to get into that comfort zone, get on the sofa, cut on the TV, scroll. And it's impossible now to try to do eight hours in your job and then come home and do eight hours for yourself. But I'm not saying do eight hours, but you need to go ahead and allocate at least two to three of working on your purpose. And that nine to five is going to fuel. And it's going to also, I take that back, not fuel, but that nine to five can also finance your purpose. It can finance your new dream. People really think about the things that they need to stop doing things that are not on their list, right? Actions that may reject some of the things that makes you productive, like picking up that phone all the time, social media, overthinking. Those are things that we need to really stop doing while you're building. Because when you build it, they will come, but you have to have some rules in place. You got to have some self-discipline in place. Every minute you waste on useless activities is a minute that you cannot get back. In fact, it's much worse than what you think it is because all you're doing is delaying what it is you're supposed to be working on. As a business owner, I sometimes find myself doing things that I shouldn't be doing. Right. Spending too much time counseling people when I need to be creating content. So I had to a lot and create something on my uh, calendar that I say is a blocked time that you can't be accessible to me. That was one of my pitfalls. I had people too accessible to me. And when they were accessible to me, it took time away from me working on my business. Don't be so accessible while you're building 
your business while you're doing something greater than you. And let me be real about it. It's going to be hard because those are old habits. You fall back into your old habits. But now we want to create new habits, a new routine. Because failure is not an option. We may be flawed, but we can every day get better. And you got to remind yourself of that at all times. So avoid getting back into the old routine of things and create a new routine. Because we're going to do a new thing. And in order to do that, it's going to take sacrifice. It's going to take hard work. It's going to take a lot of prayer. But it's going to take some discipline. But I believe in you. What you should should add to your not-to-do list. Let's write it down. Number one, activities that continually break your focus into pieces. Think about what those activities are. I told you mine was letting people be too accessible to me. Think about what yours should be. Number two, actions that reduce the quality of your work. If you're not productive in a house that's too comfort, too close to comfort, then you need to go work at a, a station or you need to go find a library. You need to go find a quiet place somewhere else if you're not active in your home, if it's too relaxed of a place for you. Create that space where you can be creative or go to a space that allows you to be creative. Number three, decisions that make you feel unproductive and unworthy of your success. So listen, don't backbite it. Don't go back to that place if it's not if you're not feeling unproductive. The key is doing and being productive. So if you're in a space that you're not allowing yourself, then I suggest you find another one. Number four, ideas and thoughts that take you to a place of creativity. It, you know, if you're in a space like you're mental and you find yourself, you know, in this, and that's the comfort zone that I talk about all the time. I want you to remove yourself out of that place of comfort. I want you to get uncomfortable. Kind of like when you put on those shoes that you love so much, but you've outgrown them. And if you keep wearing them, they give you corns, right? <laughs> that's where I want you to admit, you know, and I'm a visionary. So just know I see people wearing these shoes that they've outgrown. They're worn out and they like them and they're comfortable, but they're worn out. And it's time to find a new place. It's fine, time to put on a new pair of shoes. Number five, activities that you can delegate. It would, it would be a lovely world if we can clone ourselves, right? But that's not realistic. But as you, as a visionary trying to grow your thing, you got to learn how to delegate some things. You can't be the one always doing it because a true visionary, a true leader has to delegate in order for you to grow. Number six, ideas and choices and rules that you won't compromise. Again, number six is ideas, choices, and rules that you won't compromise. We can't go back to the old thing. That's not an option. Choices. Listen, if you know that you're not that disciplined, don't create that place. Don't go back to that place. Don't do those things. Don't hang out with those people. And number seven, the last one, stuff that doesn't lead to your current goals. Bear in mind now, these rules are not set in stone and they may vary from season to season. But as in the beginning stage that we are building, it's imperative to develop a strong foundation, a strong routine so that you can be great. Now, this is just a, you know, a quick podcast talking about some things for you to transition, right? To make sure that you're chasing the right thing or not running from the right, from the wrong thing. And also finding that boss in you. Finding the boss in you because you have it. 
transitioning. You always say you want to do it, but are you serious about it? And trust me, people will know if you are or not based on your actions. And while you're building, work in silence. Don't make an announcement about it. And if you're not in a space to be creative, I suggest you find a place. Find a haven. Find a safe place. Find a quiet place. Talk to people that will build you up. Find people that will empower you, motivate, inspire. Read books to do that. Feed your mind. Because what you feed your mind grows. And I want you to go into this new season on top. I want you to be successful, mind, body, and spirit. But I need you to realize that it starts with you because you are worth it. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Soul Food Sessions with Naya podcast. I, think, I pray that this podcast was enough information to pour into you, for you to get off your feet, get off your comfort zone, or get out of your comfort zone, and live your best life. Thanks, and make sure you follow Soul Food Sessions with Naya podcast. Subscribe and share today. Have a great one. Until next time.